there, it's Julia. I'm so glad you're tuning in to the Real and Fast podcast because it's about to get real, real fast. But today I thought I would talk about the topic, where do I belong? Because I feel like a lot of people are in this stage right now or kind of in this phase, especially people kind of in their 20s, like in this transitioning, um, growing, learning phase of life. Um, Because the quarantine really did a lot for a lot of things. Um, cause sometimes we make our own plans and we establish our own course and then something comes along and it just completely crumbles everything that we planned and wanted to do. Like think about all of like the graduations and all of like there's weddings and internships and jobs that were all planned. And then COVID came along, Miss Rona came along and all that stuff, you know, is no longer happening. So that was so many disappointments to so many people. And even me, like I had all these things lined up to go to New York and all this stuff. And then that can't happen anymore. So it's a lot of just um, accepting things that are difficult to accept and disappointments. Because like you're writing on this thing and counting on it and putting your entire worth into it and a value in like an instant, it's all gone. It's like an identity crisis, you know? Like now what? And you start questioning everything. Like what's the future going to look like? What am I doing? Who am I? Where am I going? All these questions start just circling the head, circling your head because you don't know what's happening. Everything is uncertain now. I think quarantine has done this for a lot of people, myself included, because the whole world has been forced into stillness and waiting and uncertainty, which is perhaps what we absolutely needed. Maybe it was like, maybe this is good. Maybe God is just like, you know, hey, y'all need this. So, but before this, when it was go, 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 and like striving and searching and like looking for validation, um, whether that be in career or achievements or future plans. And all of this is great, you know, in moderation, but when it overtakes everything else, it can become like a problem. Like for me, where I am right now, it's it's been a lot like mental, like thinking, like when I think too much, it's just not a good thing. But like I'm at home, right? I'm back in my hometown and I'm, I feel like I'm 16, you know, I'm like in my same bedroom I had when I was in high school and like middle school and all that, like afraid to grow up, like growing up, that, that terrifies me, you know? Because, like, my modeling stuff, like, all this stuff I was doing, like, modeling, I was planning to go to New York and do all that, but now let's put on a hold. I can no longer do that right now. So now I'm doubting, like, everything. Like, it's like an existential crisis. Like, am I even real? Like, am I even doing the right thing? Like, who am I? What should I be doing? It's like, I'm doubting myself in every fashion. Like, I'm under attack, you know? Like, look at them. They're doing this. And I'm just sitting here, wasting time. Like, the, the fear of wasting time and just, like, being stagnant. I feel like for perfectionists and people who like to always be going and doing stuff, which is like me, that really can be a damper on things. Um, but my path is a lot different than many of like my peers. I'm kind of like, I feel like I'm kind of struck between two worlds because there's like the college and the hometown world that I'm kind of in right now. Like back when I was in high school, I feel like I'm kind of in that space. But then there also there's like the big and scary, like career, like real, real world that I kind of lived in whenever I was like traveling and stuff. So I feel kind of lost, you know, I have all these dreams and desires and passions that I get to, and you know, that I get to entertain and strive for whenever I'm in like the working world, whenever I'm traveling, whenever I'm, you know, going and doing stuff. But then when I get home, I'm like reminded that I need to get a stable job and be practical. And like all these dreams that I have, they kind of feel like they're just kind of squashed, you know? And then fears start to creep in. Like what happens when I'm done with my like degree? I'm doing like college online. What happens when I finish that? Am I going to be forced to halt all those dreams? And is my time like up like in air quotes and I just settle down now? Because that kind of terrifies me. Because my brain is telling me time is running out and I still don't know where I belong. That's kind of been on repeat. And like a lot of moments um, during the past like month or, or more in the quarantine 
Because this for, this forced stillness, it's like we're being forced into stillness. It's not like we chose to be still because most people don't ever choose to be still because we're like, no, we have to go, we have to go, we have to go. So the stillness has really riled up all of like the doubts and the fears that were suppressed by like the momentary successes. So I'm no longer going and going and going and striving and searching, but I'm sitting, metaphorically, because I like go on walks every day. I love to walk, so I'm always like moving, but you know, metaphorically, not like in terms of career-wise, like going. Yeah, so when you're alone with your thoughts for long enough in a space where there's no outward momentum, you can start to feed the lies and the fears and the doubts subconsciously. You know, the brain can be, the mind is a powerful thing. So if you give it all the power just to run free, it can be dangerous. Like feeding all of the lies and the things that creep in that shouldn't be there, that are not truth, that is a dangerous game. And my mind is always racing. That's why I talk so fast, I feel like, because my mind is going 10,000 million gajillion speeds like miles per hour and my mouth is like I can't keep up with that so we're just gonna word vomit everything that we talk about but mm, I think this space and this place are absolutely necessary like they're inevitable you know we have to eventually we're gonna face these questions but while we're here we might as well face them now and get to the root of it all like waiting periods and seasons they feel so stagnant like it feels like we're not going anywhere but they're actually the most important okay I know that sounds crazy like the periods where you're doing nothing are actually more important than the periods where you're doing everything. Because in these moments, we're learning who we are. Because waiting is where the work is done. That's where we, we grow and we learn. And when you get past it, you didn't become the present version of yourself without first going through the refining and the hardships, right? So it's all the internal things that you don't necessarily see on the outside, but they're there on the inside. And they're, they're the most important parts that make you, you. I heard this question one time and it like, it just like shook me. I was like, wow. Who are you when you take away what you do? You know, think about it. Like, oh yeah, I'm an actor. I'm a writer. I'm a this. I'm a teacher. I'm like all the things that like we used to define ourselves. You know, when you take that away, what are you? Because when you take away what you're known for, that is who you really are. That is who you are. You know, so I'm not like a model or a student or a writer or whatever it is that I do. That is not who I am. That's what I do, but it's not my identity. It's not who I am. So those, I feel like whenever... Um, we're in these moments like this and these seasons like this, we're kind of forced to confront that because now all the things that we used to find our worth and validation are kind of like not there. So now it's like, oh, I'm vulnerable. I'm open to what, what, what am I? What am I doing? So, but I've learned a lot in these, like I've had a lot of little waiting periods in my life, I feel like. And I've learned that you're being prepared to be ready to accept the blessings that are to come. Like you're on the bl- you're on the brink of a blessing. Whenever these moments just feel so still and so like not moving, that means that so many good things are coming. You know, they're coming, but you ha- it's just patience. And I hate patience, but it's it's important. Um, and then it also it increases the gratitude and it changes your perspective. You know, like for example, and this is a little a story about me. So basically like last year, I was like, okay, what am I doing? I got back from LA and I was like, okay, now I can't go back to LA right now. Like they told me that I wasn't supposed to come back um, right away. So I was like, now what? I'm stuck at home again like, in the same, you know, the same home hometown mindset. I'm like, I feel like I'm just stuck. I'm doing nothing. So then I got, all of a sudden, I got an offer to go to Turkey. And I was like, okay, Turkey, where's where's that? Uh, what? Uh, and I was 18, never left the country before, never left America before. And I was like, you know what? 
let's do it. And it was, I can talk about that for hours. Like there's so many stories and lessons and everything I learned, but it was a hard period. And I went to Turkey for two months. Then I went straight to India for two months, like modeling on a contract and working. And it was very, very difficult and very hard, but it taught me so much. And through all that difficulty, like I, I had to, I just prayed all the time and I cried and I was homesick. And so just so many awful circumstances I had to deal with, but then I got I got home after the four months overseas and I went straight to New York. I was home for four days and went straight to New York. And I was like, okay, like how much worse can New York be? Like, I was like, oh gosh, like I'm, I've been through everything. Like, how, what, what can it be like? And then I get to New York and it was like the biggest blessing of my life. Cause it was just, I thought I would hate New York. Cause I like, I hate, I was like, oh gosh, like subway seems so scary. And like the people are, they're mean to me. Yada, yada. It was like all the irrational fears when you're doing a new, a new career change or a new life phase. I was so like, worried about those things but then I get to New York and it's like I was like what like I walked around every day and I'm like this is real like I I just fell in love with it and like I loved my agency I loved the city I it was just like every part of it was like a blessing and I was able to appreciate it so much more so even though these periods of just like waiting or frustration or anxiety or just doubts they feel like the end of the world they really do but just you know some just do something if you don't know what to do just do any good thing anything it doesn't matter what. If it's six, great. And if not, also great. Now, at least now you know. Think about it. When you date somebody and you break up, it's like, oh man, but now you know what you don't want in the future. You know, in the future significant other, now you know, I don't want what that was, right? So you, there's always a lesson, always a reason for every season, every relationship, every everything. There's a reason for it. And failure is actually the best thing ever. Now we're talking about failure. The only true failure is not learning from the mistakes and the mess-ups because you learn how to handle certain things and you react in certain ways and you teach, it teaches you so much about yourself and just how you do things as a person and like your natural instincts and reactions and habits. And each failure is just one step closer to the breakthrough. Like the aha moment when it all makes sense and you get, the, you get chills. Like that moment whenever everything kind of just clicks and you get chills, like, because you know, that's what's meant for you. When you find what's meant for you and like it naturally comes, it is just like just chills. It's the best moment. And I know if I know, 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 if I know something is meant for me, there's nothing that can hinder me from it. In time, it will come. And in the end, it's going to be okay. And if it's not okay, it's not the end. And there's still a lot of growing to do. So pace yourself. When you feel that sudden urge for striving and plotting and planning, just take a breath. It will come. And if it's forced, chances are it's not for you. And if it feels wrong, chances are it's not for you. And I don't know if faith is an important part of your life or not. For me, it is important. But if not, totally cool. You know, so welcome here. It's totally okay. But in my own life, I've just seen that, like, even in the moments where I thought, like, things are horrible and terrible and I just like nothing I couldn't see the bright side I couldn't see over the hill I feel like I was just this was the end right looking back after I finally made it over that hill I finally got through those seasons it's like I realized wow God is good like I saw how he was working orchestrating everything together um it's it's crazy and even if the things that you thought were for you or not it's okay because what is for you is coming it is coming and it's going to be bigger and better than one setback or one opportunity or one thing that you thought was the end of the world because it's not it never is and things are never as bad as you think they are in the moment because it really just feels like everything is just crumbling down and just it's the worst but then once you get past that it's like okay wait oh that was for that reason I that I had that had to happen so I could do this and this and this and it just all kind of like it's like a puzzle piece it's so it's so cool 
so but anyway so going back to like what i was talking about earlier about like where i am right now like sitting here trying to connect the dots of my life i have all these things and all these passions and all these dreams and interests but what the heck am i supposed to do with them like they're all just random like you know i like to do videos i like to write i like to there's so many just different like things i like to do but how am i gonna like make those all intersect and like make them a career make them like a purpose you know like make it make sense please make it make sense <sighs> But I know that one day they're going to all intersect and create a big, beautiful purpose. But for now, I'm just, I'm trying really hard to like see that and know that, okay, right now is for a reason, is for, it's a season, is for a reason and things are coming. They are. But last week I was journaling because when I get really anxious or really like, you know, I just need to like dump everything out onto paper, like just get my pretty pins and colorful and just like draw a bunch of scribbles. But I was like, and also I was like working on like writing a song. I love writing songs and I express myself and who I am the most like authentically through music when I can't really say it in words. But I couldn't figure out a melody. So I kind of just wrote a bunch of words down. I kind of like just a stream of consciousness just writing it down but it ended up rhyming so I'm gonna read just a little a tiny little phrase from what um, I wrote I wrote I've searched high and low but I still don't know where I go this is where I started but I'm just getting farther from the places that are safe now they feel like empty space everything is different but now it's all the same time is passing and traveling but nothing else has changed I'm walking in an empty home that isn't mine and I don't own the searching longing tore me down. Now I'm in this burning house. Where do I belong? In these moments, sometimes I'm blinded by what is already in front of me and I can't even see the big picture. And the more I've searched for where I belong, the more I've realized that I belong right where I am. You know, at the present moment, not in the future, but now. Because the future, the future me can't be if I'm not me right now, you know? You know that saying, um, be where your feet are? It's like an old phrase in the South. Um, be where your feet are. So wherever my feet are, that's where my head's going to be too. Because if I'm trying to reach, like look too far ahead and, and get all worried about what's ahead, I'm missing what's happening right now and the, the important, informative and shaping and growing and learning moments that are happening like right now. So that's where you belong. Is it just right now? You know, because I like am like, oh, go, oh, gosh, like thinking about like, what about my future spouse and thinking about, oh, this career. And there's just the what ifs are never ending. They're never going to end. You know, so if I keep thinking about how I'm going to get there and what's going to be there. I'm not going to be focused on what's happening right now. So all this to say, you're becoming who you're meant to be right now, like not in 10 years, not in five years, not then, but right now you are doing the work in yourself and around you in the relationships and the connections to become the person that you are dreaming of and thinking of and trying to connect all those dots. Because if you just let it happen naturally, the, de- the dots will connect over time. They will. But lean into the season. You know, whatever you are right now, lean into that. Because in this moment, you, you never know. When you look back, this could be the most important and pivotal moment in your life. But if you're too busy working on things that are coming, not what's happening now, you wouldn't even realize that. So keep breathing and keep learning and keep growing and keep trusting that you're making a masterpiece. You are. Like, I love to think of mosaics. Like, a, whenever you go to, like, stained glass windows and you see, like, all of the different colors and shards of glass and how they all come together to make this one big, beautiful picture. And the only reason that they're so beautiful is because, like, of all the broken pieces. They're all, like, and the light shines through each color so vividly and differently. But in all, if it was just one big whole, whole, if it was one whole picture, it would like just only one piece of glass, it would not be the same. But because it's a bunch of broken pieces of glass coming together, that's what makes it beautiful. And the light's able to shine from within. So you're a mosaic. You are. It's awesome. 
the colorful and the shining and the beautiful and the light. And it's, but it's because all the pieces are broken, you know, we're all like broken people. All of us are broken people. And that's, that's what's beautiful about it is because then whenever we finally get to that place where like we finish the picture, connect the dots and kind of discover like, what is our purpose and what is our calling and what is, who are we like meant to be to the world and stuff. Once we like discover that, then it's like, wow. And you see how all the broken pieces and the pieces that you thought could never connect, they connected. And it made this beautiful intersection of just everything that is you and your purpose on this earth and the version of you that the world needs, you know, most authentic and real you. Oh, I do sound like a motivational speaker. I'm not, I really am not. I'm just, I just think a lot. (laughs) But that is it for this one. And I hope this was encouraging. I hope you maybe picked up something from it. If you're still listening, I'm, I'm probably, most of you probably turned off, but if you're listening, thank you. I love you very much. I try to keep it fast, you know, the real and fast kind of important part of the name. So I hope I did, hope I did good enough, but that's it for now. And I will talk to you next time. (laughs) 